everyone, and welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We're so glad that you joined us for Once Upon an Upside, where we review up TV movies once a month, and we have had a lot of fun. We've been a little late on our recordings this year, so we are handling March movies this podcast today. So there are three March movies, but I'm Carrie, your host, and with me is Casey. Hello, friends. <laughs> Happy spring. So it's so spring, and it's definitely spring here. It was a torrential downpour today in the Midwest. But uh, also with me is Cammy. Dum dum da dum. In her lovely veil. <laughs> Tell us about your veil, Cammy. So this is my wedding veil. If you joined Casey and me for our the wedding veil trilogy, you you will you will recognize this. My favorite thing about it is that it shows up because there are rhinestones in the tool and then teardrop rhinestones at the bottom. So it really shows up. And then this lovely piece, this headband, is when I was the maid of honor at my best friend's wedding. She's my old college roommate uh, last month. And so I thought being that two of these movies are about maids of honor, I should do a combination this time. So, oh, I love it. I love the costume, the theme of it all, the pulling out the old precious pieces. Now, these are wedding movies. And uh, so, uh, 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 Carrie, you're I'm on my way. I'm on my way. These are wedding movies. And so we decided it would be fun to pull out something from our own wedding. Now, this is a flower that I wore in my hair pretty much just like this. 18 years ago at my own wedding. 18. Wow, 18. Whoop, whoop. 18. I almost oh, 14. So <laughs> that is so fun. Now Casey is with us in spirit. With yeah, my veil, my veil is in spirit. It's it's in the closet. Um I you got the flowers. You, I got listen, I got flowers here and I don't have anything else accessible but <laughs> i'm celebrating 10 years in may and if you want to see wedding stuff you can just scroll on my instagram oh, you can find my uh, little sappy wedding remembery remember remembery remembrance memories. memories memories you know video music you can see my veil there <laughs> but uh, i was honestly running out of time today so um never. i don't have it <laughs> Either way, let's jump into the three movies that we do want to recap and review um, for our Up TV fan to kind of follow along with us here. And we have uh, our first movie is A Bridesmaid in Love. Kate and we do have Matt. Now, Kate, though, is dating this veterinarian. They have no passion in their relationship. They are just kind of going along with the flow. So she starts the movie with a um, boyfriend. Yes. And, uh, Boyfriend Ben. What a, is it? Uh, a stagnant piece of furniture. <laughs> Thank heaven. Okay, here's what drives me crazy is when it's the five year going down the drain and why have you not broken up three years ago relationship? At least this was one year. One year. And I was like, okay, I can handle that. Yeah. One year, she yes. knows it's not going anywhere. Well, you're starting to see her kind of be a little discontent with some of the things, you know, like um, she realized they're all kind of business and everything like that. So we, we kind of move on from Ben only because she's going back home for her best friend's wedding. Mm -hmm. So she is home in a bridal bridal gallery with, with her best friend or something she sees this dress she's maybe she's by herself she's checking she's up on her she's right alone. so her friend in yoga tell her friend in yoga told her that when somebody tried on a wedding dress it was a good luck charm and that a week later she was proposed to so she tells her go try on a wedding dress and ben will propose to you oh my <laughs> goodness so she puts this dress on and she really loves it she really you know it's just stunning and walking by the bridal gallery is this old friend matt who pops in <laughs> And of course, assume she's getting married, assume she's even engaged, and she's not. 
and she has to eat a little humble pie there. I thought that was a really fun scene to introduce. It was Max. a really cute, re-meet cute, if yeah, you will. Yeah. It was, it was definitely fun. It captured my attention there. And yeah. I was like, oh, he's digging it. He is digging <laughs> this girl. And he was even more relieved to hear that she wasn't actually engaged, <laughs> that she was right. trying on a wedding dress for fun. <laughs> he was, I thought he was just so precious right off the bat. You know, he comes, he's in New York. He like followed his dreams to New York. I kind of forget what he's doing over there, but he's finance, he's finance something or other, but he's real artistic and he likes to help with galleries in his free time. So then he comes back for, for the wedding. Um, they I mean they like each other they're like renewing their friendship they hadn't seen each other in 10 years handful of years mm -hmm. 10 years yeah yeah so this is obviously an old friends to lovers trope which is pretty cute pretty pretty cute I like it so I'm Cammie Casey what were your overall impressions of this movie A Bridesmaid in Love what were some highs what were some lows um Cammie what did you think I did. I want to start out by saying I did like it. Yeah, I, I'm going to get a little nitpicky, but I did like it. <laughs> <laughs> um, for instance, this is a really little thing, but the the flowers, Maxine's favorite flower was lavender and her favorite color is lavender and the lavender is everywhere. You know, it's obvious that lavender is her favorite and they use that. And then with pink roses being Kate's favorite, her there are pink roses all over her apartment. There are pink roses on the coffee table. There are pink roses on the, on the, uh, the dining room table or the kitchen table, whatever you want to call it. And then there are pink uh, roses. I don't know if they're fake or, um, or not, but there are pink rosebuds inside the notebook that she's keeping her novel in. So that that is something, you know, a character says, oh, those are my favorite flower and you never see them again. So I really, really liked the, the whole flower thing. Yeah. Now, while I thought that those two were adorable, I couldn't quite get the old friend chemistry they were almost there really? but it they just didn't see they seemed a little too tense really and the first the first meeting after seeing each other you know seeing each other after 10 years that would be a little uh, yeah. that would be a little awkward but you know if they were best friends that just lost touch I kind of imagine them falling into more of an easy time and an easy manner together and then realizing yeah that they that they liked each other but it was kind of awkward every time they were with each other and I thought I know let no. me tell you something let me tell you what I think about that because I liked that actually I thought that I liked it it just didn't it didn't give me the childhood friend vibe but here's so, the thing, he, oh, go ahead, Cammie. All right, Casey, I'll keep I was, I was going to say, I agree and also disagree at the same time. I so, why. <laughs> so <laughs> to me, to me, I got the old friend vibe from, from more, I think more from him. And I think for her, sorry, sorry, sorry. For her, I got the, the old friend vibe from her. And it was like a true platonic friend. <laughs> like, oh, this is a buddy that was in my good circle of friends. Mm -hmm. Not like best, best friends. Like we did all the things together. Like, you know how girl, like how us girls are when we're like best friends with somebody. It's like this, like, it, I don't know. Yes. It's like the sisterhood. And then when you're like best friends with a guy, it's like your pal, your chum, you know, you, you kind of tease each other and poke at each other and all that stuff. And it's more like, platonic and then for him he was like it was like this unrequited love <laughs> it was, so, yeah so I think like 
in that sense, I kind of agree and disagree at the same time, because I don't think it was awkward. I think it was more awkward maybe because he was so in love with her and she wasn't reciprocating. Yeah. But I, I, I got the old relationship. I don't know that I would have put them at like best, best, best friend level, like up here. Yeah. But I could tell that they had a relationship in the past. Oh yeah. You could tell that they had a relationship. I just, I don't think it was awkward. Mm. I don't either. I think that he was saying, this is my chance. I don't want to be friend zone again. And so I'm going to like, this is my chance to actually kind of romance her a little bit, kind of be romantic in um, the art gallery with her, tell her that I, I would walk around New York City and daydream that she had followed me there and, and she was there with me. And like he was take, he was awkward because he was trying to make something new and not mm-hmm. go back to being in the friend zone. Cause I agree. Yeah, I was fine. There, I was totally fine with those, with, with scenes like that. When they were in the gallery together, I thought that was perfect. It's just, I don't know. It, it I just was not getting the, I, I just was not getting the best friend vibe. Okay, you guys are gonna laugh at me because this is a movie I always go back to, but the amazing, <laughs> the amazing winter with Jesse Schramm, uh, amazing winter romance with Jesse Schramm and Marshall Williams, yeah. Those two, I thought, had the epitome of best childhood friend chemistry right. that led to romance. And so yeah. I, I guess I compare everybody to those two now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess like they didn't, did they say they grew up together like yeah. since childhood? But yeah, like, they talked think, about being friends in middle school. They talked about being friends in high school. And... But friends and but the thing is, like, friend and best friend is different, though, right? Like, I had friends that I grew up with from middle school on. Yeah. I mean, not in a relationship, but, like, in a really, like, we were good, solid friends. Yeah. But, like, the best friend thing, yeah, I, I wouldn't say they were best friends. That's the thing. I think like they were in a close circle, but they weren't like best friends. I'm pretty sure they said it at some point in there. I feel like if anybody said it, it would have been like, oh, you were my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) But more like a, this is really awkward. I'm getting feelings and I'm going to like friend zone you to protect my feeling kind of way. Well, (laughs) either way. I do think that they, it was awkward because they were trying to like, they were different people, right? When you leave home and you come back home, you have these for 10 years, you fall into the same roles, but you know, you're a different person. And Mm -hmm. so they, I feel like they kind of walked through that pretty well. You know, he, first of all, she's like this magazine. She, she writes articles in a magazine and kind of wanted this scoop, you know, like her, her editor always wanted more of a scoop on this high society wedding or something. Mm-hmm. I kind of didn't really understand that part necessarily, but she didn't want to give the scoop, right? Right. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to maybe focus on writing and focus on her novel. And he remembered that and he kind of drew her out that way. And what about your novel? And he allowed her to dream. And she also kind of allowed him to dream about a small town life after he'd been in a big city and stuff. So I thought they were, I don't know, I really enjoyed their relationship development. And but I will say with Ben, one funny thing to me was when she pulled out, they're on their anniversary date. (laughs) Which he didn't even know was their anniversary. Oh, like especially for the first one. I mean, you know, for crying out loud. The one year. The one year. You have to at least remember that one. I exactly. Mean, but when she pulled out the photo and you could see they're like, you know, together. Oh, they're hard like, <laughs> You can find so much space between the two of them. And I was like, oh, this is not going well. And then when she when she said something, when she asked him, like, am I your best friend? And he's like, he took that as no. we're just gonna be friends. Right. I was like, oh my word. Oh, this... I know. Oh my. I mean, 
in one sense it was a fun quirky way to break up it was right. uh, if anything i will give it that because all the other breakups that we see in these rom-coms they're always so sad or depressing and this one was just funny it was entertaining yeah. like the guy was such a space cadet like oh it's our anniversary what oh friends oh are you saying that we're gonna be just like my best friend's matt your best friend is gina oh we can't be best friends i'm like what? <laughs> what? he was seriously wanted to say who and what are you <laughs> and you know then we have, uh, we have ben who comes back doesn't he come back and he like wait. Why? I did not see that coming at all. Oh, you didn't? No, because I totally did. No, the proposal? You saw the proposal coming? I didn't see the proposal coming, but you know, that's the part I'm talking about. Like the whole like, okay, coming back, whatever, like that happens. I mean, you know, but the proposal, I was like, first of all, you don't know her coffee order. You think that you can't be best friends with this girl. You broke up. You can't remember the anniversary. And now you're going to propose? I mean, <laughs> why? He didn't even give a good reason. He, like, I miss you. Uh, okay. Yeah. You can miss your gerbil too. You know what I mean? <laughs> he didn't even give a good reason. He just kind of pop the question yeah it's kind of like if you've seen friends and you've seen where Chandler proposes to Monica the first time and he says will you marry me and she's like what and they're all you know uh, like I can't watch and she said why are you asking me because they they had gotten in a fight in that episode and he says because I'm sorry and she's like it's not why you propose to someone not at all so I mean he he tries but she does say no but in this saying no to his proposal Matt obviously sees them and in the park and he assumes they got engaged it always kills me that the guy sees the proposal but he doesn't wait to see what she says (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't you be curious I know. Wouldn't wouldn't you be on the edge of your seat? Oh my gosh! You know, posing. What is she gonna say? I'm gonna ask Dan what he thinks because I. So plot other story. Um. So I have a friend who's like getting back into the dating world, and there are things that I am learning at 30 because dating at 30 is different than dating at 18 um and I've asked my husband like you know my friend is like you know she has these questions about perspective the guy's perspective and Dan will give his perspective and I'm like wait what (laughs) you would do that you would think that as a guy (laughs) so I should ask him I'm gonna ask him like if we were if we were in this situation and you were trying to romance me and I had an ex and you see him propose, would you stick around or would you give me privacy? Because as a girl, I would totally stick around. <laughs> like. Totally. Yeah, stick I'll around report back <laughs> next month. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does not stick around and he like tries to play it cool. That's, that's the next that's the thing that I like after the scene oh. after, you know, how does he act? How does she act? And she's like, wait, what? What do you think? Why are you acting so cold to me now? But then they like frost nipping at your nose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, here's, I wrote in my notes, here's the sweetest ending after a misunderstanding. But oh. I, I think I obviously thought it was sweet at the time, but I forget what it was. So um, she takes off and he goes up to her yoga friend. I can't remember her name at this moment, but um, he says, she's going to go off and see her new fiance. You know, they broke up, right? Yeah, but he proposed to her. She said no. (laughs) (laughs) And so she says, go get her 
But then Maxine says, Maddie, come and dance with me. I'm like, are you gonna, you can't deny your sister no. asking mm -hmm. you to dance with her on her wedding day, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and after she's wearing the dress that was meant for the girl that you love, you know? So, I don't know if you remember that part. Yes. Oh, yeah, she gave her her dress. She gave mm -hmm. her her dress because the designer ruined it. Um, <laughs> the designer she found on Instagram. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. that was so, funny. No, don't even get me started. Anyway, so then she comes back and says, I forgot my purse. Kate mm -hmm. comes back and says, I forgot my purse. And so she's like, yes, go you two together. Uh, see, <laughs> I knew I wrote it down for some so reason. The two of them meet up and he, and he says, we need to make a new deal that we will be, I can't remember the line, but that we will be ourselves with each other because I love you, Catherine James, and I have always loved you. Oh, see, it, it was sweet. It, it was very it was sweet. sweet. One thing he said that I, one thing I said that he, that I liked was he said, if I'm not too late, she jumps in and says, no, you're not too late. But then there's this really awkward silence. I'm like, kiss her. It, it took a minute. I'm like, come on, guys, let's just move on here. We don't need to worry about saying the lines. Just right. <laughs> it was cute, though. They do. They kiss. They dance. People clap. But then they have a second ending kiss off to the side because yeah, they kiss in front of everybody at his sister's wedding. <laughs> yes. yes. Way to steal the thunder. I'm telling you. <laughs> He didn't seem too mad about it. So. Oh, Maxine and no. mom were totally shipping this oh. from the very beginning. So I, they didn't care. They were like, yeah. Okay, yeah. did you guys notice that we had two very aggressive mothers? Yes. In these three movies? I'm like, yes. whoa, 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 whoa. Which movie yes. am I watching here? <laughs> yes, yes. So yes. true. Yes. Well, for being a movie that was not well- like wasn't described well in the plot you know and then it took what it ended up being Casey what did you think of this movie what is your final review and um rating yes um so overall I really I really enjoyed it I thought it was very sweet I really enjoyed the leads I would like to see them again yeah. um I really I specifically enjoyed Sean's performance I don't know there's something about his performance that just was He's very touching very yeah. sincere yeah and he, like there were moments when you could tell like his character had this heartbreak and you can see his eyes would like well up or like when he was you know he and Kate were finally on the same page like again like his eyes would like really tell the story of the emotions of his character and I was like whoa wait <laughs> heart is really touched right now. yes <laughs> um and then I will say one funny thing I noticed about these up tv movies they really really enjoy a good changing clothes montage <laughs> have y'all noticed that yeah and this one had it twice right so two times so, yep. yeah take a take a peek at a lot of these movies especially when it involves some kind of like either if it's a fashion movie or a wedding movie they like to do the let's try on this dress and this outfit and this and this and this. It, it's, it's a whole thing. They, they love, love a good montage of clothes. Like they did it in that mistletoe movie with um, Jessica Saipos and um, Stephen Hussar. They oh, yeah. did it in the fashion one with the fashion mobile. And like, it was like this pink boutique on wheels. They've done it at, like so many movies. So um, put it on your bingo card. Um, so I would close musical montage. Yes. I mean, it's not enough TV unless it has one. Um, I, I have really enjoyed this. I would give this a 6.75 out of 10. Um, it, there were just, there were a few things with it that I could, like, you know, I feel like could have been a little better, but overall I enjoyed it. I would watch it again. It was really sweet. And I think you know, the leads, once again, they really knocked it out of the park for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would give their performance. I would probably give like a 10, but the, the, the storyline was, you know, 
think I think it could have used some banter. It could have used a little more, you know, fun elements because um, it did feel a little too serious at times. It was. Um, they were both considering pretty serious moves, you know, yeah. change a serious relationship. Yeah, it was. So Good. that's my ranking. Good, Casey. Thanks, Cammy. What about you? So this one was my favorite of the three. Ooh. Yes. I, so I know I sounded nitpicky, but it was the one I liked the best. Um, so I am going to, I'm going to give it a seven. Oh, good. A seven. Oh. Well, I rated it a little higher than both of you. I actually have it as an eight. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really just sat there and just I didn't know if I had low expectations or no expectations for it, but it just kind of washed over me in a very pleasant way as I was watching it. I thought their relationship development was fun. I thought that their, you know, the conflict was pretty real mm -hmm. and, you know, considering and counting the cost of a job and he's moving back home and hoping that the girl he loves is going to make that same choice. And their family dynamics were really cute. You know, her grandpa and his Davenport family, they were, I thought they were great supporting cast. Sure. <laughs> well, that is the first movie from March of TV. We have a bridesmaid in love. So go watch it if you haven't. The next movie that we have to cover here is A Wedding Fix. The Wedding Fix starring... Andrea Brooks and Tristan Shire. A um, couple other fun faces here that we've seen before, but really, really cute. Here is the synopsis for this movie. A professional overplanner, Gwen, pitches in to help putting, put the finishing touches on her best friend's wedding. But when she's teamed up with the best man, Josh, a nature guide, she finds that this wedding might not be as easy as she thought. Okay, good. That is the movie that we watched. That is a good synopsis. It's a good synopsis. <laughs> that is a good synopsis. I liked this. This is a opposite attract trope. They had not met each other before. Mm -hmm. they, this is a brand new relationship. And I really love how um, they kind of made that, made that um, come to pass. Mm -hmm. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or hallmarky in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. But Casey, what did you think of this movie, The Wedding Fix? Y'all know I love me some Andrea Brooks and <laughs> I loved her in this. She was so delightful and so charming. And I, I, you can really tell she's really, um, grown yeah. in her, um, in her acting, mm -hmm. um, just yeah. from the very beginning. So like when she was, you know, maybe like a side character, like when she's on first coming into when calls the heart on Hallmark and then she's gotten some other roles like I know she's been on Supergirl and then her her character on when calls the heart has it became more of a um, prominent figure and now she's getting these lead roles um and even from the one I think it was fishing for love or fishing in love or yeah, whatever yeah. that one was called fishing for love yeah yeah like between that one and this one like there was definitely I feel like she was more comfortable. She was a leading movie. lady. Yes. You, know, you could tell she, this was her movie and she, she, she carried it. Yes. She was owning it. And you, there was a more of a range, I think, in this movie of her, her emotions. Um, like sometimes she was serious. Sometimes she had her little meltdown. She still was really bright and bubbly. Um, and I think the one part, because I've never seen Andrea Brooks play a character that had 
an extreme meltdown. <laughs> but when she melted down at the end of the movie, when um, the guy, the the front desk um, person was saying, oh, I recognize you from online. And she's like, this is my life. And I don't feel like being made fun of. And he's like, and I was like, whoa, <laughs> hello. Andrea has never melted before. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, I can sing Andrea's praises all day long, but I will pause there. Um, the movie itself, the story was fun. Um, it just, yeah, it, it was a fun one. I really enjoyed it. What about you, Cammie? I adore Andrea as well. I, I have for a very long time. Her character was driving me up the wall. <laughs> this, what about the plan? What about the plan? What about I'm like, the heck with the plan? No, always a plan, Cammy. <laughs> I think I think what it was is I watched I I watched this one, uh, the wedding fix, and a honeymoon to remember. A little too close together. Oh, sure. Which one did you watch first? Two ultra planners. Two in ultra planners. One month, I couldn't take it. I mean, I am a very, I'm a very, very organized person. I like things organized. I like things to look nice, and I like having a plan. But yeesh, <laughs> when you have your entire lives planned out for ten years down the road, I'm just like, life happens, people. Now that was the last. Wait. That's the next movie that that we were watching. Wait, but so she did, does it too. Just a little. Wait, 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 wait. Which one did she? Which one did you watch first? Did you watch? Honeymoon? I watched Honeymoon to Remember first. Okay, so we had different reactions to because I watched that one. I this is the last one I watched. So we okay. had different reactions yeah. to the same character plot because her planning did not drive me crazy oh, in this drives. one. But I, you know who I am though, right? I, <laughs> I resonate so well with, with this, with this one. This, this so, one. So this with one I liked. I, no, I did not. This one I was, I was okay. I was okay with her, but the and you know and I, I adored watching her i i adored all of all of her little shenanigans casey and <laughs> my so my big thing is let's get to the very end let's get to the wedding day and we're going to throw all that planning out the window after we've already paid for everything. And we are just going to say, okay, so what kind of wedding do you want? And we're going to put this together in a day. Like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> so she's this ultra planned person and then no let's throw all of that out the window it's not her fault though i know it's not her it's I not her, her fault. fault so I like it's not I her think, fault i, I think that's the difference I, I i know but i think that's the difference here though is like if i am helping plan somebody's wedding and the mother of the bride was also a force to be reckoned with <laughs> if i am helping my best friend friend plan her wedding her mother's already a force to be reckoned with. I'm already a natural planner. I'm going to stick with the plan because why would I add more stress to not follow a plan, especially when there's so many things happening yeah. because there that, is an order. My, and yeah. I, yeah. And I think, I think that's why I wasn't bothered by it because it's like, it's not her wedding. She's playing like, she's, you know what I'm saying? Like she's not overstepping yeah, it's not, in any way. It's not her whims. Right. Right. It's, yeah. Right. But, and then, and then it's not, and then like the other thing too is she, you know, Andrea's character, she's sticking to a plan because her best friend can't say any, like she can't say no to her own mother. <laughs> so it's like, I can't help you. I, you know what I'm saying? Like if I'm, if I'm an Andrea Brooks's character shoes, I'm like, okay, I can't help you. You have to, Listen, bestie, you've got to stand up for yourself. Yes. That was the other thing that bothered me. I'm like, Rachel, you are choosing an hour before your wedding to tell your mom, this isn't the wedding that I want. Nice timing. Right. <laughs> nice. We've already paid for everything. Yes. <laughs> your guests are already there. Every 
everyone's there. Everything is in place. I mean, you might as well just go through with it. No, I mean, they used it. They used it. They did use it. So all she did was fix the the ceremony. I'm in front of a lot of different people. So they just kind of put that, they went to the woods. They had this really precious little ceremony where they actually got married. And then they come to the big venue that they paid for, the food that they paid for, the guests that they invited. Which I think was a really good way to fix that. That was the fix. Mm -hmm. That was the fix that we were promised in this movie, the wedding fix. And, you know, I made a mistake that it wasn't Tristan Shire's the lead, it's Patch May is his yeah, name. Patch May is Patch the May, lead. he has this great dimple right here and he is adorable. I think he's just adorable. He's, oh yeah. He was in a couple Hallmark movies last Christmas and um, two of them as, as supporting cast. And so to see him in this lead role, he was charming, he was cute, he was this total the the world is my living room i live in a camper type of fly by the seat of my pants nature guy mm -hmm. he got her hiking and rock climbing in jeans like it, he worked miracles <laughs> with this girl and he sure did <laughs> he like took her on this long hike the long way to his favorite spot and then another time he just drove he drove up to it and she's like isn't this the spot that we hiked to? I was so <laughs> glad that they fit that they put that in mm -hmm. because I saw them there. I saw the flowers, like they're in the same spot, and she's in those wedges. There is no way. And they covered that. They said, You just drove us here. And I said, Okay, good job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so exactly. So he said, you know, he I think was in the corporate world for a while so yeah. world he understood her world and um they kind of connect on that a little bit and she's like how'd you get out or whatever i did think they were a cute couple did you think that they had chemistry josh and gwen i thought they did i think they did the opposite to track well yeah where neither group was like so extreme and so overbearing and so annoying they were just enough different that it worked for me without it being too much too yeah. overbearing we've seen that before too and i think this one did it really well where you, they're just two different personalities with you know how they see the world and all that and i think they brought out the best in each other that yeah. was the other thing too like he pulled out the best qualities in her. She pulled out the best qualities in him. And I think that's also why it works because I've seen some of these other movies where they, they just make each other worse. And it's like, ooh. So um, exactly. yeah, I, I really, I like them. Cammie? I, I didn't think they were off the charts with their chemistry, but I did enjoy them. I thought they had chemistry. And I thought, I thought they were cute together and that, uh, and I, I thought that their, I thought their kiss was very satisfying. That was, that was something I, I was very, I don't know if it was the, uh, revolving camera around them oh. or, <laughs> or. That was so cute. So here's the other thing that like won him over for me. I thought he was great the whole time, but he like they do the stargazing thing and they're like laying down and they're gazing up at the stars and she tells him at one point she cowboys cowboys did it for her she loved it loved cowboys and then later in the movie he shows up to like with her favorite flowers and he's wearing a bolero and he's in a cowboy hat <laughs> and i think i yelled at my tv i was like he is not he's not in a cowboy hat <laughs> It's I too bad she never saw him in that. I know. Flowers. She would have died because she loved cowboy stuff. That was the cutest little kind of like. It wasn't the cutest, but she didn't see it. Yes, <laughs> and it was kind of funny because she said her first crush was the Lone Ranger. And sure enough, he really was the Lone Ranger walking away. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, he was so cute. So she gives this speech, you know, at the at the end and um, wins him over. You know, she makes this maid of honor speech all yeah, about her. The, and the, whole, the whole trying to win people back in public. It, it, 
I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings on it. It sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I was a little I, I was yeah. on the fence about this one. Well, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you thought their kiss when they when they make up that initially, they they get together initially. I'm glad you thought that was satisfying because three months later the mm. movie ends and they have a TV show together and um they're engaged. They're engaged. And they do a high five. And they end with a high five. It's a literal <laughs> high five. Yes. We did it. No. Like, no. <laughs> Kiss the girl. Oh my goodness. You're in it's your wedding week. Come on. That's what the people are here for. Where they're here for another kiss. That's right. Another kiss. So, we Cam, didn't see what would you? We didn't see anything. We didn't see anything. We didn't see anything except the merging of their lives together. You know, she was this big city, like news anchor kind of like wake up, yeah. wake up uh, Washington, and then then she comes and does a little bit more kind of small town stuff with him and has the show together. Cute, really cute, but. What do you rate it, Cammy? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go a six. Okay. Cause yeah, that that ending did not sit well with me. <laughs> and I and this is true for any movie that I watch like this. When the bride and groom always decide on the wedding day that they're not going through with it, and it's like people. You've been engaged for a year. You've been engaged for six months. You, and you are choosing now. <laughs> you know? just, that bothers me so so much. But if they followed through with it. They actually did. Get oh, married. I no, I know. I'm just saying you need to figure this out before the ring yeah. is on the finger. You know? that's that that's something you talk about way before. <laughs> so yes. that that just always bothers me when they decide on the wedding day yes that no we can't go through with it I'm like, yes <laughs> yeah well it was fixed it was fixed it was and fixed. Fixed for the six okay so, she still married him which i thought those two made an adorable couple yeah and i loved how they were so in love and but they were also rooting for their friends like you think they figured it out yet? <laughs> that was, that was very Rachel and Brad. Yeah. All right, Casey, what about you? What do you rate this movie? Yeah, yeah. So I really enjoyed this movie. I will say it was a little funny that we got two movies that were very similar in the whole wedding planning <laughs> trope, especially with the overbearing mothers. <laughs> two overbearing <laughs> were, And then the other thing too is they actually ended up, they weren't, they really weren't overbearing in the sense that they're like, oh, honey, you should have said something. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so it's like, yeah, I, I don't know. That was interesting. Um, I will give this a seven out of 10. Mm -hmm. I also gave it a seven out of 10. I think that the two of them are adorable. Their relational development was really fun. You know, the opposite attract work for me. Like you said, Casey, it wasn't too extremes. Like you could see them kind of working together. I'm not sure if I totally bought into their chemistry, but they were, they were nice. They, they had a nice story going. And so I also gave it a seven. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode. And that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. 
That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. We have one more movie to review. And before we jump into this movie, this is A Honeymoon to Remember. I do feel like we need to give our listeners a little warning. Warning that if you do not want to hear us, not like a movie. <laughs> you are free to not listen anymore <laughs> to the podcast. So just you are free to disconnect. Goodbye. <laughs> I I have warning. Warning. <laughs> I understand not everyone's tastes are our tastes, and I I love that we all have different favorites, and for different reasons, things hit us. But this movie, A Honeymoon to Remember, was a bonkers to the extreme. So yeah. let and me. Can we also just say too? When we are critiquing a movie, 99 times out of 100, like 99.9% of the time, it's the story and the characters, the fictional story and the fictional characters. Yeah, it's not the actors. We are not, it's not the actors. The, you know, the actors have worked with what they're given with. And even if something is a completely bonkers movie, the actors do a really good job with this yeah. bonk- the bonkers movie. And I think that's the case here. Like the actors did a great job with this storyline acting in it, but the fictional part of our critique yeah. is what we are talking about. So please don't, please, please no. do that. Casey, I think you said that really well, because we have three, even four, even the supporting cast, I thought were so good. And we have, I'm going to name them, Rebecca Dalton, Edward Ruddle, and Spencer Lord. These three are so good. And I really enjoy this cast. And I loved, I've loved so many things that they've been in before. Um, I think I want to hear what other people think about this honeymoon to remember. It could have gone a million different places. It, I mean, like, I was feeling like this was a choose-your-own-adventure type of a movie, you know? Uh, yeah. Like, what do we do next? I don't know. Let's go with page 99, you know? Like, it was so crazy. Okay, let me read the synopsis here. We have, when Ava's fiancé leaves her at the altar, she's determined to enjoy her honeymoon without him. Time away in a beautiful setting helps her figure out what she truly wants. But when her fiance shows up, she's more confused than ever. He doesn't okay. her at the altar. That was one thing that I actually liked mm-hmm. is he said, I can't go through with the wedding. This is like not that far into it. I said, if you're gonna mm-hmm. break her heart, at least you're not doing it the wedding day. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> And before I, before I give my critiques, I will also say in full honesty and in full transparency, I thought this movie was so bad. It was so good. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was, it was that kind of movie. I, it is, it was so bad. I enjoyed it. You You know what this movie needed for me? Like I could see this is, this movie is a, let's say it's an eight episode season condensed into like a, this two hour movie that I just were so confused about. So you could have, you could have a whole series or a mini series, Mm -hmm. maybe a mini series, a mini series, lean into some of these, um, these, these things a little bit more, you know, their relationship at the beginning the reason why, you know, they actually had a pretty good relationship. He was right at the end. He just needed to have a little better communication and not go to the extreme, like I'm going to cut off our wedding. They actually had a pretty good relationship, except she was a little too controlling. A little. Good help. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Professional help. I am not going to lie. I was, I was on the guy's side. I was like, I want to break it up. I was you. totally. <laughs> I was too. Like, break up with her now. She is dangerous. I was too. This is where I thought it would go. I thought he was going to break up with her. She was going to learn from her mistakes and possibly develop a new, fresh, good relationship with this other guy. But he breaks up with her. She never learns from her mistakes. He comes groveling back. She For kind some of reason. Away, and then ends up still with, with him. 
I thought he was the MVP of this movie. He was very good. I couldn't understand why Kyle was calling her so amazing. What? Why? Because he didn't know her. <laughs> he didn't know her. I will say, Spencer Lord, clean shaven, loved it. I was totally there for that. It was cute. Precious. He is adorable. And didn't you love cuter <laughs> when he's clean shaven? <laughs> How about Kyle, Spencer Lord, Kyle, and Brett, and their scene on the beach where they're like doing this like competition and they want to, <laughs> the prize is a, a fancy date, you know, and they're going to take her. I thought that was hilarious. Like their little bro competition thing, they totally could have had more, <laughs> more of that. This okay. movie was an epitome of Taylor Swift's We Will Never, Ever, Ever Get Back Together. I, I just, that is, that should be the theme song. I, I'm just saying. Ava, Ava had all the characteristics of the wrong man. I mean, when, when you think about it, that's the character that usually the girl goes, run, and <laughs> steers yes. away from she had all of these overbearing <laughs> characteristics of control and tight-fisted i mean she was very spoiled actually i could not stand her you know what she could have easily one scene one quick little scene she could have really like changed like said, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I also see what I did wrong in our relationship. But she, mm -hmm. I'm going to try not to be like that anymore. I'm going to let you have your say. I'm going to let you, um, I'm going to listen to you more, mm -hmm. you know, but she yeah. never apologized for anything. No. It was all his fault the whole mm -hmm. time. That was maddening to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I feel like her. Didn't you want to like her? Like you wanted her to have a redemptive moment? Yes. Well, yeah, yes. I wanted her yes. to have a redemptive moment, but I didn't like her. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, she because she could have had a she could have had an arc, right? She could have started off. And I think the other thing I was really just baffled about, especially as an adult, <laughs> she she just okay. I understand being very excited about the future. Like I, like we've established, I'm a planner. I like thinking about the future. Like when I was 20 in like dating in a relationship. Yeah. I was dreaming about how many kids we would have, what we would name them. And like this, that, and the other, like, oh, that'd be so fun. Like my nieces are doing soccer. Wouldn't that be fun if we had kids and they did soccer too? Like, you know, I, it's okay to dream. Regular girl dreaming. Right. <laughs> But she took it to a whole new level. She did. A whole new level. And having a girl and a boy. And the boy's going to do this at four years old. And the girl's going to do this at four years old. And oh they're going to, gosh, they don't even exist. And it's not, I, I just, I. It I, was, I run too. Was if I were Brett, I would have run. And she didn't see the problem with him finding the note because, and he had to tell her. It was in the wedding notebook because she's like, why are you snooping through my stuff? And he was like, and I appreciated the fact that he was very calm. And he said, it was in the wedding notebook. It yeah, was in the wedding snooping. notebook. It I was, was not snooping. The notebook it of was there. <laughs> like, well, here's, I did like her. I liked her sister. I thought she had a very, I, oh, I loved her. So she was loving, she was understanding, Bonnie. she was a widow, um, widow, widower, no, widow, widow, widow. <laughs> and um, she, you know, you could tell she had like this really kind of sad story and perspective, but she was very gentle about it. So when they go on the honeymoon together, I thought that was kind of fun, kind of sweet. They definitely didn't really hang out at, on this trip. They did not hang a out a little together. bit, but not much. Mm -hmm. They were separate enough to like go hang out with other men, you know, like they weren't hanging out with each other. And Bonnie and John, oh God, they, they oh. are what made the movie right there for me. Yes. They, yes. Made, they were precious. But yes. yeah, John was just, I mean, the way that they met each other doing like this Tai Chi or something on the, um, <laughs> 
I mean, they just were so cute. They were so um, precious. Oh, love. Okay, them. any anything else that you liked? Uh, Ky- oh, I just want to say Kyle. Oh, as bad. Do not go for Kyle. <laughs> Kyle was just as bad as Ava. <laughs> he. There were some moments I was like, oh. This is a red flag for a controlling boyfriend. I'm just saying red flags going off. Like he's already like, bro, you met her about 48 hours ago. <laughs> he's already be. <laughs> You're already like, Hey, what do you know? He he's like going after Brett. Like, Hey, I wouldn't break up with her. You're an idiot for breaking up with her. How could you let her go? How could you do, 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 do? And it's like, okay, I get it. You think Ava's hot. That's, that's all. That's really what this is because you do not know her character because her character is controlling and she's spoiled and she's awful. I'm sorry. The character was just freaky. Oh, (laughs) okay. Wait, how about, how about she didn't, they go, they didn't go to um, senior prom and she didn't know for 10 years. Oh my word. That it was his cousin. How could they not talk about that for 10 years? That Especially it was they back together before the 10 years. Like, yeah, where did you? And that's the thing, too. Like, okay, okay, I understand high school drama. Okay, that's a thing. I, I, I can forgive the whole, like, oh, you know, but then that also shows she did not grow up since high We're school. We're all adults here, or at least we think so. I mean, she could have, when they got back together after high school, she they could have had that discussion they should have had that discussion of i was so brokenhearted because you took another person to prom instead of me and he would have been like oh you thought that was a girl i liked oh well that was my cousin but well how about the girls talking a situation to death because we're all because that's what we do we're going to talk about this to death and someone somewhere is going to know that was his cousin <laughs> like that's true a friend is going to say Oh, I talked to so-and-so who talked to so-and-so talked to so-and-so. And that was, because you know, that she went on and on and on and on about that because she's still going on and on and on about it 15 years later. Mm. <laughs> oh, so Brett being the, just the totally Prince Charming that he was, and he did not have to do all of these things. And he just uh, took all the fault. You know, he, he tried to win her back. He recreated a homecoming dance, a, a prom for her that she didn't even go to. Like he was trying his hardest to do and doing his best. And she, he was just too good for her. I thought, I thought he was way too good for her. Yeah. I was so confused the entire movie. I, I, you know, I, was like, I have no idea who she's going to end up with. Who do you root for? Who am I supposed who to root for? Who do you root for? Exactly. <laughs> Well, I mean, I I just don't know how much more we want to talk about this movie because it does feel like it's going to be a little, it's just bonkers. I mean, I just want people, did you watch it? Did you like it? What, you know, do we have it wrong here? Was this a part two? Like, was this a part two of a three part movie that I missed? Like, what? Mm, Yeah. I I just, yeah. I, I don't understand why Brett went back to Ava. I, maybe Ava and Kyle should have been a couple, even though I thought he was controlling and just as bad. And he was a little possessive for only knowing her for like 48 hours. Right. Especially his, especially him accusing Brett of all these things. And it's like, isn't there like a secret bro code here? I guess not when there's a hot girl, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I just, I, ooh, I, they were just, ooh, they're so shallow. I, I the best part of that, the movie. That is the problem. Everything was very shallow yes. about this movie. Yeah. Yes. It was very shallow. And the character, like Ava was very shallow. Kyle was very shallow. Brett had Brett probably tried. the most development. He yeah. had self-reflection. He tried to, you know, be romantic. And every time he tried to be like romantic, she'd go, that's sweet. That's so sweet. And I was like, stop saying that. Yeah. And then she, 
she wanted her cake and she wanted her cake. She wanted, what is that saying? She wanted her cake. She wanted her cake and to eat it too. Yes. She wanted her cake and to eat it too, because. She wanted her cake and her cupcakes and her cheesecake and her sheet cake. And, and her cookies. And her cookies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But she, I think that was the other part that was confusing because, um, so for Brett, he did try to talk to her and she just, com- she completely wrote him off. Right. Yeah. Which I understand that initially, like, it's a shock when she's trying on the wedding gown and he's, like, breaking up. Like, nobody's going to want to listen to that. But then she just kept writing him off. And then she's like, oh, but you're hurt. Oh, but you rescued me because I almost drowned in the pool. Oh, you did this. Oh, but I hate you. And you broke up with me. And you took somebody else to prom. Oh, but you're so sweet. (laughs) Like, drowning in the pool. Okay, I don't care if you fell asleep on an air mattress. You hit the water. You wake up. You don't sink to the bottom unless you don't know how to swim. So, and she didn't even get caught. I mean, I can also understand if it's a big air mattress and you get caught under it and you're trying to find your way out. None of that happened. I'm like, why? I, yeah. This it's a pool, it's not the ocean. <laughs> yeah, these two. I listen, listen, I don't usually make these predictions, but I'm just saying <laughs> Ava and Brett never make it to the altar. Okay, y'all. <laughs> they don't. They had an on-again and off-again relationship that was also established. They were a thing in high school. They were the it couple. They break up. They got together. They broke up again. They got together. They broke up again. She says it it, like they had an on and again, off again relationship. She never changes. She's still, she blames everything on him and he takes it like a champ, which I think he should just run for the hills. Listen, Brett, there are other great up TV girls out there for you. Like you can find them, but you need to go away from Ava. She's just, listen, let her go with Kyle. Let them sail off Kyle. into the sunset, onto the little island, and let them let them be. Control each other. Tour around the islands for, for a couple nights, pack a bag, tour around the islands on a boat with someone you don't know. Okay. Let her let her do that and go find another up TV girl. Brett, <laughs> that is so funny. Okay, with that wrap up, Casey, what do you rate this movie? Listen, I gave this a four out of 10. <laughs> yes, yes. I just, it was so bonkers, but it kept, it just kept my attention. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> it really kept my attention. And I was like, what? I will say the, the acting, Great. And you know, the, um, the sister and her new, um, boyfriend, boyfriend. Bonnie and John. Yes. They were very precious. And I, I really liked her story. I would have loved, listen, if they're going to do a sequel of this movie, leave Ava and Brett and Kyle and all of them on the Island. And let's focus on Bonnie and John and her backstory, like losing her husband and finding love again. I am all for that. Absolutely. Um, Good thought. I mean, that's, that's why I'm giving it a four out of 10. The the story was totally bonkers. Yes. But wow. (laughs) What about you, Cammie? I'm going to have to go with Casey. Yeah. 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 You know, I, I, I have to, I have to, I'm between it. 3.5 3.5 and a four because okay. then well, that's that's I just I was about to say some maybe even somewhere in the threes so. I just can't go higher with this one only because of just the weird plot choices that they made multiple times with that were so confusing and and weird like they could have gone down so many roads to make a just a nice movie. Let's mm-hmm. follow this tra- trail and make a nice movie. But they just wanted to jump all over the place. I don't know who wrote this movie. I'm sorry if I'm I'm digging on it a little too much, but I loved the three act the main actors. I loved Bonnie and John, the side characters. Um, oh man, give me more of them. Like Casey said, pitch it, Casey. I want to watch that movie. Bonnie yeah. and John. Well. I- I think 
I think what could have made it better is like we said in the beginning, like if there was a redemptive moment for Ava. Yeah. Yeah. All that of that just, could have been solved real quick for yeah. me. Yeah, and moment. And I also think that she could have still been friends with Kyle, but it but it didn't have to be a romantic. Right. I think that was the other thing too, is like they there was too much of this like macho broness coming off of those two guys. And I think what what I would have liked to see, like what would have made it more satisfying is like, okay, yes, we have this very spoiled, entitled, over-the-top zealous planner girl. She breaks up. She's devastated. She goes on her honeymoon with her sister. Maybe she meets a guy and they become friends. Maybe they have um, a similar backstory and they're just like platonic friends. Ex-fiance comes in, misinterprets it. And then you have like this that storyline rather than like this one-up competition with the Macho Brothers. You have the lead girl. Throwing down never... the gauntlet. Yes, you have the lead girl who's not redemptive. And maybe like in that redemption moment, then she says, you know, I realized that I was way over the top. I'm just a very, I, I was very excited. I love you so much, you know? Like she didn't even give him that. She was just like, okay, yeah, I won. <laughs> no, I, I, I love that. I would totally watch that. How about... Her asking Kyle just to like pretend, pretend to be interested in me, you know, my, this guy's back and I want to make him, you know, I miss him, but he broke my heart and I don't know. There's a lot of ways it could have been better. Oh yeah. That could have been fun. Like, Hey, let's pretend. make him jealous. <laughs> yeah. Let's make him jealous. And then he didn't ever want her romantically, but he was, I don't know. Yeah. Guys. Yeah. We do, we want to hear from you, especially on these little controversial movies, things that we feel a little strongly about. Do you, do you feel strongly about them as you listen to us? Um, we want to definitely hear from you. Write a, write a comment under this uh, YouTube video. When you watch it, listen, leave a thumbs up for sure. Subscribe to the YouTube channel so we can all talk about up movies uh, together as they come out. Enjoy watching your up movies. Um, and definitely we want to hear from you. Casey, where can we find you on social media? You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Casey underscore underscore Simpson. And Cammie, what about you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Cammie Drama Girl. And you can also find me on Hardy's Hotline. And come over to Instagram and find me at Hallmark Comics. I'd love to interact with you there. So that is a wrap. For the March Up TV movies, join us next month for the April recap on um, the Hallmarkies podcast. Bye. Bye. Bye.